What do you do if you have to do an English presentation? Do you do any of the following things? Because these are these are super typical. Um, you rely on other people in the team to speak English for you. Oh, it's okay. John, John's got the best English, so John can speak on behalf of everybody. John can give the presentation. Or maybe you try and avoid it. You pretend that, well, I didn't see the email. Or, you know, you try and make up an excuse. You try and book another meeting so that you don't have to go or so that somebody else goes. Or maybe deep down, you're just hoping and that it's going to be cancelled or that in the end, you're going to have to speak in Spanish anyway. Well, all of these things are great, but they're not sustainable and nor are they going to help you enjoy the process of giving a presentation in English. So today I'm going to share with you some things that are going to make your life easier when giving presentations in English, which is a difficult and a difficult task and it's nerve-wracking. So I'm going to try and help make your life easier and before the end I've got a very special announcement about something exciting that is coming up next week. So do stay tuned for that. But before we go anywhere, as per usual, some nice samba music please. English podcast bringing you business English every Wednesday. Now I am in full-on presentation public speaking mode if you haven't noticed already and it is my mission to help you stop being scared and give English presentations without fear. And why am I so obsessed with public speaking you may be thinking? Well I know what it's like to have to try and stand up in front of other people and speak in another language. And also, I recognize how important it is if you want to work internationally in English, in certain types of jobs, how important it is to be able to deliver your messages clearly and effectively to different people. I mean, there's kind of like, what is a presentation? What is public speaking? They're kind of one and the same thing. And that's how I refer to them. Public speaking perhaps is a little bit more general. um, And presentations could mean having giving people information while having a visual aid. But they're kind of one and the same thing when I'm referring to them. And having confidence in these areas in English is going to help you in so many ways. It's going to help you in meetings. It's going to help you give presentations. It's going to help you on the phone. It's just going to help you with your overall confidence. And that is what I think is really important. I know what it's like to miss opportunities because perhaps I wasn't confident enough or because my language skills weren't there yet. So I really value the importance of this this skill. So today I'm going to give you some guidance my best pieces of advice about how to make your life easier in this context because people make it really hard for themselves I think sometimes and it ends up being a process giving a presentation like it's suffering you know like you can see it on people's faces it's like they just can't wait for it to end they're like oh my god this is the worst time of my life and it doesn't have to be like that okay I promise 
So let me let me start with a couple of things I think you're going to find really helpful. Now, the reason I wanted to say things to make your life easier rather than things that you shouldn't do is because I, th- I I just let's make our lives easier rather than things that you shouldn't do. Okay, because sometimes we do things that aren't ideal and that's just life. So I don't want you to feel like I'm, you know, uh, saying you should never do this. Nah, but here are some things that are going to make your life easier when it comes to English presentations. Let's start from the top. Remember, when I say start from the top, this is a really common thing. I actually say it all the time, but it means start from the beginning of, for example, a list or something that you you have to go through. Start from the top means start from the beginning. And I guess it makes sense because normally the top of the list is at the top of the page. Duh. Okay, I was like, oh, it's a really interesting phrase. No, it makes complete sense. (laughs) It makes complete sense. It's very literal. Anyway, what is going to make your life easier? Let's go through some different points here, starting from different parts of the presentation. So I guess let's go from the beginning about the prep. Let's start with that that, that phase. And I guess the most important thing that you need to remember here is to prepare. Um, So I'm not going to go into that too much detail because that's something that we know is going to help us feel less nervous. And it's absolutely true. I was speaking to um, a student this week and she said, you know, Anna, when you when you practice these things, the nervousness just disappears. And it's true. Like, think about all the times when you've started doing something, like me, for example, driving. I was so nervous. And then you just do it so many times and it feels automatic. So the point is about preparing as well. If you feel prepared, you are going to be more likely to feel less nervous. Fact. And you're also just going to feel more confident because you're like, I've got a plan. We need plans. Humans need plans. We don't do so well when we're kind of just out there improvising or winging it. And you shouldn't wing it. As I said before, presentations are like at really key points in our careers. Like maybe it's a a, a presentation for an interview or maybe it's a presentation to a new client. Don't do yourself a disservice. Prepare it. Try and do as, as, as well as you possibly can. Okay. One thing then, I'll leave preparing, prepare the presentation, sure, but I'm going to give you an extra point here to make your life easier. Prepare the questions that you might get asked. This is something that people often forget, but it's really important. Why? Because sometimes people give a presentation, they're like, oh my God, thank God, it's over. It's over. And then I'm like, okay, so I would like to know, um, could you tell me about these figures? Uh, Could you go into a little bit more detail about... So one thing I really encourage you to do to make your life easier is prepare two or three questions or maybe just one from your audience that you think you are likely to get in English and prepare your answer in English. And I also um, encourage you to have a short phrase that you can say after accepting a question. For example, a question and then you can say oh great that's a really interesting question thank you so recognize their question thank them Um, oh that's a great question Mm, that's a that's a difficult one recognize the question they've asked you and then start to go into your answer that gives you a couple of seconds just to think about what they've said and also start to think about your answer what I wouldn't encourage you to do um, in a in a presentation is just to start speaking or answering straight away, unless it's something that you know, 
off the back of your hand like clockwork. Take a little bit of time. Um, oh, that's that's great. That's a really good question. Well, notice there how I had like three seconds just to kind of get my brain in order. And then you can start answering your question in a really clear way. And when answering questions, try to keep it as concise as possible. Sometimes my students, number one, they ask really long questions. Try and keep your question again short and concise to make it clear for the for the person. And and in your answer as well, keep it keep it short and sweet is a really good phrase to use here and something to live by. Short and sweet, especially when we're working um, in English and just in general, you know, giving giving answers, you know, keep it short and sweet and concise. Okay, the next thing that I would say here to make your life easier is prepare effectively. So this means, you know, if you've got a presentation, it's all about time schedules, right? But let's imagine a typical situation. You've got a presentation next week. You've got seven days to prepare it. How do you prepare it? So I guess probably the automatic thing that people might start doing is they might start writing a script, writing down everything that they want to say. Um, in in the presentation. So this might be a little bit difficult in English because you might not know where to start. You're like, oh God, I don't even know where I would start. Perhaps start writing in Spanish first or or your native language and, and just to get it going, okay? Don't feel like it's a crime to use your own language. I feel like often people are like, oh my God, I don't want to think in Spanish. I don't want to write in Spanish. But if you need it to help you get started, then then go for it. Start writing your ideas Okay, but maybe start with a bullet point list. Start with a couple of bullet points and build it up from there. Rather than starting writing full sentence with a script, start with some bullet points um, with some keywords or key phrases and then start to build up a script. And maybe never even write a script, although some people feel very uncomfortable with that and I, I maybe you do as well. Um, a script is like a safety blanket until it's not because I found, and a lot of people will say this, if you have a script, a word-for-word script, it's almost like you become obsessed with the script. And actually, it can be a hindrance, meaning it holds you back. Because if you go slightly off the script, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, and you feel really, really nervous. So I would suggest bullet points. Pre- prepare effectively with bullet points, and those can be your prompts in the PowerPoint. The next thing to make your life easier, and this kind of falls on from the last point, is don't read too much. Now, this might kind of go against the points because, yeah, Anna, I want to make my life easier. Use prompts, as I said before, but one thing that you should try not to do is read something word for word because do you know what? It's probably going to be more difficult than you trying to speak. Why? Because actually, when we're focused on reading things in another language, it's really difficult, isn't it? I've tried to do it in Spanish. It's really hard because you're thinking about the words, you're thinking about the pronunciation and it just doesn't flow naturally. Use your prompts rather than reading word for word. It's going to make your life easier, I promise. And then you're going to start to feel a little bit more confident without a script. I know who you are, the people using PowerPoint. And then what you do is you just lift up the little notes part. You share the screen so that nobody can see the notes. And then you read, you just read and read and read. This is okay. I want to be clear. This is an SOS emergency strategy, okay? Imagine you've done no preparation, okay? Um, And you're like, okay, I've got to do something. Then this could be an option. I'm not saying never do it. But if you want to build your confidence and you want to get better at this, then I would encourage you to stick away from reading the notes. 
and, and use prompts. It's going to help you sound more natural. When you read, your voice dies because you're focusing so much on reading that that natural tone of voice and that natural flow just disappears. Trust me, I've seen it many times. How else can we make our life easier? Hello, just me again. I'll let you get back to the podcast in just a second. Now, you may be thinking, okay, Anna, these things are going to make my life easier, but giving presentations in English is still a big fear for me, and I'm not there yet. Well, I'm really happy to announce that next week, I'm going to be doing my second and last masterclass webinar, and it's going to be dedicated to this topic to help you stop being scared. This is the title of the webinar and I'm taking all the learning from my experience with students and also my own personal journey trying to get rid of my fear of speaking another language and I'm going to give you a roadmap to confidence so that you can stop avoiding presentations and suffering in that experience and start mastering them and maybe even enjoying giving presentations in English. So this masterclass is going to be next Wednesday on the 3rd of November at eight o'clock in the evening Madrid time. This is a newsletter subscriber only event. So if you want to be invited, you need to sign up to my newsletter if you are not already. If you want to do that, you can go to the link in the description of this podcast and sign up there. As I said, it's going to be my last webinar of 2021. I'm not going to be doing another one, but I wanted to dedicate this last masterclass to this topic. I can't wait to see you there. And if it really sounds like something that you need, then you definitely shouldn't miss it. Thanks so much. And back to the podcast. Well, we can choose words that we are comfortable with. Now, of course, maybe sometimes you want to challenge yourself. You want to use some different vocabulary. That's great. But if you're in a pressured situation and you kind of want to feel comfortable um, and you want things to go as well as possible, I would encourage you to use words that you are comfortable with. Choose comfy words, words that you like, words that you know, words that you can deliver confidently. Sometimes I see students really suffer because they try to use a word that is really difficult for them or that, you know, those words when they're really hard for you to pronounce. And when you get to that word, you're like, and you hesitate and then it all just kind of falls apart. I have a couple of words like that in Spanish. Like make it easy for yourself if you want to. Um, Maybe there's sometimes when you want to push yourself, but if you're under a high pressure situation anyway, try and take that pressure off a little bit. Choose a comfy word. Choose something that you're happier with. Remember, simplicity is key. What I'm interested in is can you, can I understand you? Can I get across your message? There's no prizes for, you know, using very complex vocabulary or using a structure that's, you know, very um, advanced. And actually often, and maybe you're, um, this is your case as well, Maybe you're speaking English to people who aren't necessarily native speakers. So maybe if you use a word that's too advanced or a word that is too kind of niche, maybe people won't understand it. And that comes back to understanding your audience and who's in the room. So choose comfy words for sure. We've done the reading, make your life easier, use prompts, don't read. Another thing now looking at the actual presentation itself 
Another thing to make your life easier, and this actually might be kind of counterintuitive because you might think, Anna, this is not going to make my life easier at all, is to slow down your speech. I've been telling a lot of students this recently because there's a lot of people there telling me all these great things in their presentation, but I don't have time to digest it because it's like bullets. It's like, it's like boom, 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 boom. There's no gaps. There's no natural pauses. And I get it. Because sometimes when we're really nervous, we want something to finish as quickly as possible. But that is not a good strategy because then people might not understand you or they just don't have time to digest everything that you're saying. So one thing that's going to make your life easier as well is to slow down your speech. Another reason why you should do this is that if you slow down a little bit, it's going to enable you to work on some of these things like pronunciation, making sure that you choose the right words, because you're kind of just giving yourself a little bit more time to think about things. One thing I find is that as soon as um, you can do all the pronunciation work with, with students like you want, and then as soon as they speed up and they start going super fast, all of it goes out the window. By going out the window, I mean it disappears. So you need to be comfortable slowing down your speech, talking at a nice, clear, conversational pace, and it will help you to be able to remember to include some of these things. So slow down. Okay, sometimes it doesn't feel natural, especially if you speak very quickly in your own language. One little piece of, uh, uh, one little tip is that If you're writing a script or you're writing some notes, the one way a script actually can be useful is to know how long it's going to take you to say something. So that's one way where it could be a useful useful tool. About 100 or 80 to 100 words takes one minute to say. This is very subjective and it depends on depends on the person and the speed of your voice. And also if you're a native speaker, non-native speaker, whatever, there's different variables. But if we take it as a very brute cut, one minute is about 100 words. So if you have prepared 600 words, but your presentation is only going to be three minutes, uh, Houston, we've got a problem. Uh, because either you're going to cut out, you're going to not say everything that you want to say, or you're going to speak really quickly to try and squeeze everything in. Neither of those we want. So use that as a rule when you're preparing for a presentation to make your life a little bit easier. Well, there you go. Um, Those are some of my top things. These are some of the things and pieces of advice and guidance that I give my students all the time. So I wanted to share them with you as well. And I hope that this maybe will help the process go a little bit easier for you because that's what we want. We're already under a lot of pressure at work, in our jobs. Um, I'm sure you're really busy. You've got a million other things on your mind. So make life a little bit easier for yourself and also just make the process feel better not like you're suffering and a lot of that suffering can be taken away by following some of these pieces of guidance and also just the preparation but look let's be honest if you've got no time to prepare anything and it's an emergency SOS situation then a reading tactic is fine. It's much better to get your message across, right? To actually say something and tell people what you want to say uh, rather than um, feeling, having a horrible situation where you don't know what to say and that's going to damage your confidence. So even though I'm giving you all these things about preparing, I know that that's not always, it's not always the ideal situation, right? Um, But if you really want to work on your confidence 
and um, getting rid of your fear speaking that I would definitely encourage you to follow some of the tips and advice I've given you in here. So I hope you found that a useful podcast about different ways that you can make your life easier when giving presentations in English. You can find me on Instagram at Anna2EnsEnglish for even more business English content. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform or even tell a friend or a colleague and get them listening to the podcast as well. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you again very, very soon. Bye-bye.